The Tennessee Titans must be aggressive in free agency, and I'm going over my top free agent fits on today's edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. Let's get it. Daily Tennessee Titans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland, Titans fans, today's edition of the Locked On Titans podcast is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use the code Locked On for twenty dollars off your first purchase. It is day four of off-season roadmap week. We are going over a mock free agency. I'm giving you my top free agent fits for the Tennessee Titans. Day one, we went over the coaching staff. Day two, we went over in-house free agents. Day three, we went over cut candidates and the salary cap. Now we are spending that salary cap money, and tomorrow we'll have a full seven-round mock draft to cap off off-season roadmap week here on the Locked on Titans podcast. Remember, Monday through Friday, Tennessee Titans content all year round, always for free. You're not going to beat that anywhere else. Make sure you get subscribed, stay subscribed to the number one Tennessee Titans podcast in the world, the Locked on Titans podcast here Shout out to my everydayers tuning in Monday through Friday. Couldn't do it without you guys. It's been a great week. And throw a thumbs up on the video as well if you're watching on YouTube. Show's always free. All I ask for in return is the press of a button. But with that being said, I'm very excited to see what you guys have to say about these selections. Play along with me down below. Let me know on Twitter, at Tic Tac Titans, who you agree with me on, who you disagree on, who your free agent fit would be. But we have to start with the most important positions for the Tennessee Titans, and those are both on offense, wide receiver, and offensive tackle. And for me, wide receiver is an easy one. The number one fit for the Titans is T. Higgins from the Cincinnati Bengals. Six foot three, ball winner, get down the field, win with speed, win with size, contested catch situations, the connection with Brian Callahan. There is no doubt about it that T. Higgins is the number one target for the Tennessee Titans out of everyone who is a free agent right now. But here's the sobering reality. T. Higgins is going to get franchise tagged. And I did an episode just a couple of weeks ago, my everydayers will remember, where I said that the Titans should not trade for T. Higgins once he is franchise tagged. And some people were in my comments, why would they trade for him? He's a free agent. He's going to get the tag. Sometimes people go in my comment section and they try to make me look dumb but really, they just expose that they have no clue what's going on. So, uh, I always find that hilarious. But it came out this week. We got more reporting from the Bengals side of things that T. Higgins is going to get attacked. Now, maybe there will be an exploratory period of a trade, but my expectation is the Bengals will bring T. Higgins back and make that last dance run with Joe Burrow, with Jamar Chase. Those guys, their big money doesn't kick in until next year, even with their extensions. So they have the money to eat T. Higgins on the franchise tag and move on. But I want to make no mistake about it. Out of the people that we know that could be free agents, T. Higgins is my number one top target above anyone else at any position. So obviously, that's the name that I would look for. And in this perfect scenario that we're crafting right here, T. Higgins would be the pick. 
Now, I also want to give some alternate options here. You have Michael Pittman from the Indianapolis Colts. You have Mike Evans from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You have Calvin Ridley from the Jacksonville Jaguars. But again, right now, if I had to guess, I would tell you that all of those guys, especially Michael Pittman and Mike Evans, end up back with their team. Now, if all of those guys go back to their teams, who would I be interested then? Because I still think the Titans would need to make a move at wide receiver in free agency. And for me, the top name, if all of the top names go back to their team, the top name for me is Hollywood Brown. Marquise Hollywood Brown. I was a bit surprised. I was thinking that Hollywood Brown spent much more time in the slot than he typically does. Look, the Titans have Kyle Phillips, DeAndre Hopkins, Traylon Burks, all guys who I would primarily like to work out of the slot. So what the Titans need is some speed on the outside. And surprisingly, Hollywood Brown has spent 70% of his career on the outside, 79% of 2023 on the outside. So he's a guy who can be that speed threat on the outside, take the top off the defense, and he's not going to be as expensive as T. Higgins, Michael Pittman, Calvin Ridley, Mike Evans. He's going to be a notch below them. So you're still getting a very good target with a ton of speed that can help the Titans offense, but you're not paying that top-tier price that you maybe would have to pay for some of these other guys who I expect to go back to their team. So, of course, T. Higgins is my number one free agent target at wide receiver, but if the top names at the position end up not hitting the free agent market, then Hollywood Brown is a great choice for me. At offensive tackle, which is the second most important position for the Titans to attack in free agency, I know that it's going to be a little bit controversial here, and I respect that, and I understand if people push back. But for me, I like Jonah Williams. And one thing you guys have to understand is connections will be key in free agency. If coaches on the current coaching staff have connections to certain players who they know, who they trust, that makes a ton of sense. So I think Jonah Williams makes sense for the Titans. Look, he hasn't been one of the best clear-cut offensive tackles in the NFL, but a lot of those guys don't hit the free agent market anyway. So you're looking at guys who will actually be available. Jonah Williams has played at left tackle for 2,000 snaps of his career. More than that, he's played 1,000 snaps at right tackle the last three seasons. The last three seasons, he's played over 1,000 snaps. So we're talking about somebody who's durable, who will know what Brian Callahan wants, who will be able to play left side or right side, and that gives the Titans a ton of versatility and a ton of freedom as they go into the NFL draft. So you don't have to worry so much about, no, we can only get a left tackle. No, we can only get a right tackle when you have Jonah Williams who can play both. Now, again, his numbers, his stats have not been fantastic, but you're looking at a guy who you're probably going to get for about $6, 7000000 million a season. So at that kind of price, with that familiarity with the head coach, that would make a ton of sense. Of course, there are names like Tyron Smith. The Cowboys aren't going to let Tyron Smith go, and he's 33 years old. He's had a ton of durability issues, a ton of issues staying on the field. Is that someone who you want to give a big contract to? I don't think that's a smart move. There are other names like Trent Brown. Trent Brown has not been a coaching favorite, okay? And he's a guy who has had weight issues, isn't somebody who would fit in a zone run scheme like the Titans are going to have under Brian Callahan. He's more of a gap scheme guy. Same thing, Michael and Wenyu, I like him. He's 26. He's younger. Trent Brown, also 30, going to be 31 soon. Does that fit the Titans' timeline? I don't think so. Jonah Williams is 26. 
Michael and when you could make some sense. He's 26, but again, he's a heavy guy who would fit better in a gap scheme, not the zone scheme that the Browns had under Bill Callahan, that the Bengals ran, that the Titans are going to be continuing to run. The other guy who makes some sense is Jermaine uh, Elemenu, or Elemenor, sorry about that. But he's been a swing tackle backup for most of his career. He just recently settled in as a starter, and he's 29 years old. So you're looking at guys who are older, who don't fit the scheme, who, in Trent Brown's case, have weight issues and off-the-field issues, dealing with the coaches in the locker room and all that. To me, Jonah Williams is a value option who's going to understand what's expected of him that gives you versatility to play left tackle or right tackle, which gives you more freedom in the NFL draft. I know that the stats are not great, but he is a pass blocker with a high floor someone you can count on, and I think he would make a ton of sense for the Tennessee Titans. So, T. Higgins and Jonah Williams make a ton of sense. If T. Higgins and those top wide receivers aren't on the market, I think Hollywood Brown would be a good secondary fallback option for the Titans. But we're going to continue spending that money on today's show. Let me know how you feel about the selections down below. We're going to move to the defensive side of the ball because there's a lot of players that make sense in the secondary. So we'll dive into that before we do. Do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Sometimes we all need the opportunity to get something off our chest. Big or small, certain things can really start to get to you. It's important to let that out, especially to someone who's unbiased on your life. So today I want to say how I really feel about something. You might even be thinking the same thing this week. The Rand Carthon not going to the Senior Bowl discourse is absolutely ludicrous. Hiring the coaching staff was more important. The Titans had plenty of representation at the Senior Bowl, and everything is on tape anyway. So I just think it's nuts that people are arguing about that. But either way, therapy can be different for everyone. Admittedly, most of us have bigger problems than our favorite sports team. So either way, it's important to get those things off your chest every once in a while. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be flexible, suited to your schedule. Visit BetterHelp.com slash on to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash on. Titans fans, let's continue today's mock free agency edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. We just talked about the two biggest spots on the offensive side of the ball, wide receiver and offensive tackle. Curious to hear what your guys' top targets are there and be realistic as well. Like I said, a lot of the top guys are going to be unavailable. Let me know some secondary guys who you would like outside of the top options as well. Let's keep the conversation realistic in the comments. I have faith in you guys. But we're going to keep spending that money here. And it's time to get into the secondary because, for me, the most important spots the Titans need to fill here are at cornerback and at safety. The Titans already have spent a ton of money on the defensive line. Jeffrey Simmons, Harold Landry, Arden Key. They And I want to see them bring back Danico Autry. Same thing at linebacker. They have some young players they can look at. I expect them to probably get a young linebacker 
into the rotation here in the end of the draft or an undrafted free agency. I would consider bringing back Aziz Alshire as well. I just don't believe in spending big-time money at linebacker. I think you can find linebacker value for cheaper, for a better value, uh, late in the draft with, you know, value-free agents. You guys hate when I use the term cheap. All right, fine. I'll say it's a good value, not cheap. But either way, I think that the pass rush, which the Titans have already poured a lot of money into, and the secondary is where you spend your money on defense. I think you could fill in the other gaps. Not at nose tackle, not at linebacker, um, not a ton of money at, at safety. I just think cornerbacks, pass rush, that's what you want to focus on. So for me, with that being said, I'm starting at cornerback, and I want Legarius Sneed from the Kansas City Chiefs. He played in the slot at the beginning of his career. He has since transitioned to be more of an outside cornerback, but he gives you that versatility, and he is a guy who shadowed the top wide receiver all the time. All right, so if you want someone to come in, play lockdown, man coverage, press, jam in your face at all times, that's Legereus Steen. Now, do I think that the Kansas City Chiefs will let him go? No, I don't. I certainly don't. They're going to move some money around. They're going to keep their best players. With him and McDuffie in the secondary, that is the basis of their defense with Chris Jones on the interior. Again, pass rush, cornerback. Pass rush, cornerback. Good teams understand. So, I don't think that he's going to get out there similarly to T. Higgins. But if he does, if he does, that should be the Titans' top target. He's 27 years old. Right now, the market estimations are about... You know, three years, $55 million, right under $20 million a year. I think that makes perfect sense. If you get a number one cornerback in Legereus Sneed, and then you have Roger McCreary in the slot, and Sean Murphy Bunting as a physical cornerback number two, like that's a really good set of cornerbacks. Like that that would be fine for the Tennessee Titans. That would be great with Amani Hooker in the back end and the addition that we're about to talk about. Now, again, here's the reality. Legereus Steed probably isn't making it to free agency. So, my contingency plan, if he does not, Chidobia Wuzie. Had some injuries last year, but had a great year for the Bengals in 2022. Obviously, Brian Callahan is going to know what kind of guy he's getting in Chidobia Wuzie. That would make a ton of sense. And... Here's a guy who I'm really interested in. Jeff Okuda, former top five pick from the Detroit Lions, was traded to the Atlanta Falcons, going to be a free agent now. He's only 25 years old. And last year in Atlanta, he had a pretty good season. Looked like he was on the rebound. You know who his coach was? Steve Jackson, who is now the Titans, one of the Titans' secondary coaches. So there's a connection there. There's a relationship there. You know what you're going to get from a guy. You know what kind of guy he is. I think taking a chance on a young talent like Jeff Okuda, who, again, still only 25 years old, first-round talent, top-five pick talent. Take a chance on Jeff Okuda if you can't get one of the top guys and see if you might be able to get a diamond in the rough for a value. That is a guy who I'm really, really interested in. And then finally, the last, I guess, secondary option, if the Titans don't get... Legereus Steed, Jalen Johnson's getting the franchise tag from the Bears, so whatever. 
Uh, but for me, the last option at cornerback that I'm interested in is Rocky Sin. Just played with the Baltimore Ravens, so you have that connection with Denard Wilson. No, he's not a top-tier market guy, but you're not going to pay top-tier market money. You're finding values. If you don't have access to the top of the top options because they go back to their teams, then you got to look elsewhere, and the Titans still need help at the cornerback position. So, Chidobe Awuzie, Jeff Akuda, especially, and then Rocky Sin are all secondary options for me. Let me know who you guys like out of those. Moving on to safety, because we talk about, <clears throat> as I was just explaining a second ago, where I want to see the money spent. And I would rather go out and get a value safety or a mid-tier safety than I would go out and get a mid-tier linebacker. Like, if I had to choose where I wanted to put the more money between those two positions, I would rather go safety in this situation. I want <clears throat> a good secondary. If you've got a good pass rush and a good secondary, I think you can get away with having, you know, value linebackers. Look at what the Chiefs just did with their linebackers. I think it's a, a similar circumstance there. I want my money in the secondary and in the pass rush, and that's why my next free agent option for the Titans is going to be Geno Stone. And remember, connections relationships. Denard Wilson just led Geno Stone to a seven-interception season, and turnovers are king. And I will say that Denard Wilson even said in his opening press conference that they want to force turnovers the way the Baltimore Ravens force turnovers. Well, what a better way to do that than to get someone who forced turnovers for the Baltimore Ravens. Also, I mentioned this uh, last week, but Geno Stone played next to Imani Hooker in college, and both of them had four interceptions that season. So, Geno Stone isn't as good coming down into the box, uh, maybe playing man coverage against tight ends. He's more of a guy who wants to roam back deep. But I think that him and Amani Hooker both have enough versatility to where they can move around and stay, ver and, you know, stay multiple in their coverage type. It doesn't just have to be Geno Stone in the back end, Amani Hooker up close. They can rotate back and forth. And I think Denard Wilson can use Geno Stone and Amani Hooker in creative ways because they both present versatility as safety. So I think someone like Geno Stone, who's only 24 years old, again, youth, match the timeline of this team. Geno Stone, 84.9 coverage grade last year. I think he makes a ton of sense for the Titans. Probably be around six, seven million dollars. So I mean, even if we get all of our top tier options here, T. Higgins, probably you know four years, eighty five million. Probably a twelve million to fifteen million dollar cap hit. Jonah Williams, probably around a six million dollar cap hit, six million dollars a season. Legarius Sneed, even at seventeen, eighteen million dollars a year, probably around a twelve million dollar cap hit. Geno Stone, around six million here. I mean, we're looking at. 30, 40 million dollars, 35 to 40 million dollars in cap hit from these four players, and the Titans are getting great options. So, T. Higgins, Jonah Williams, Legarius Sneed, Geno Stone. I mean, that would be an absolute home run for the Tennessee Titans as their top three agent targets. And I even gave you guys some options if they don't land those guys, especially at wide receiver and at cornerback, where it may be more difficult to get some of those top names because they're probably getting re signed by their initial team. So let me know again down below who your options are at safety. If they don't get Geno Stone, I like a Chauncey, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson who has history with Denard Wilson. I like a guy like Denard, uh, Denell Savage from the Green Bay Packers. I think he, and at 26 years old, could still fit the timeline of this team. So those are some options. 
when I do my full free agency preview in the coming weeks, we'll obviously dive more into top-tier, mid-tier, low-tier options at each position, but some really good fits out there for the Titans, whether those top-tier names are available or not. But now we got to move it to the depth signings. Looking at center, looking at running back, looking at backup quarterback. Excited to dive into all of that with you guys here in just a moment. Before I do, though, I do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. I love Game Time. I buy all my tickets on Game Time. I got a concert next week that I'm going to. Got the tickets on Game Time and got to take advantage of one of their flash deals because they do these flash deals at different times approaching certain events where they just drastically lower the price of certain tickets. I mean, it's great. I took advantage, got about $40 off per ticket. It was awesome. Now, some other features I really like about Game Time, they give you an actual view from your seat. Like, you literally get to look at what your view from your seat is going to be. I haven't found any other ticket app that gives you that. And they have a best price guarantee. Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Make sure that you download the Game Time app, create an account, use the code Locked On. That's L O C K E D O N for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem that code Locked On for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Titans fans, let's cap off today's free agency edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. It's day four of off-season roadmap week. We have talked about grading the coaches. We have talked about keeping or letting in-house free agents walk. We've talked about salary cap cuts and how much space the Titans have. I got us to $80 million yesterday with some realistic moves the Titans can make. Now we are spending that money again. Tomorrow is going to be a full seven-round mock draft for the Titans as we cap off a perfect offseason here on Offseason Roadmap Week. So far, I've given you my perfect free agent signings at the top four positions I want to attack. Wide receiver, offensive tackle, cornerback, and then I decided on safety as the fourth one. I want T. Higgins. I want Jonah Williams. I want Legereus Sneed. And I want Geno Stone. And look, T. Higgins, Legereus Sneed may not be available. Hollywood Brown and Jeff Okuda would be good secondary options there as more of a value than the top tier guys. But with that being said, let me know your picks down below. Now we're getting into the depth, guys. And number one, I got to start with center. All right, because it's time to move on from Aaron Brewer. I said, please let him go somewhere else. I'm done with that. And in his stay, I'm going to find the anti-Aaron Brewer. I want the Titans to go outside Lloyd Cushenberry. All right? Cushenberry's only 26 years old. He's probably going to get 12 to $14 million a season. That's perfectly fine. About a $10 million cap hit. I can take that in year one. He is a great pass blocker. And unlike Aaron Brewer, who had terrible hands and no anchor, he has powerful, strong hands and a great anchor to go against the bull rush. And that is what I'm most concerned with, with my safety. I want him to be able to deal with the power rush that comes from nose tackles, interior defensive linemen. You have to have 
enough weight in your back pocket to anchor against these power rushers on the interior. And that is what Cushenberry can do. He struggled at the beginning of his career. No doubt there's some penalty issues in there as well. But he had three or four different offensive coordinators in his first few years. So now we finally got some decent offensive coaching from Sean Payton's staff, and he looked like one of the better centers in the NFL. Again, I just think he makes a ton of sense for the Titans. He's athletic enough to run the wide zone system that the Titans are going to be going with, with Callahan, and then, you know, Papa Callahan as well. So I just think Cushenberry gives you the best of both worlds. He has the athleticism you need but the power and the strength that you need as well. I just love Cushenberry for the Titans. Now, there are other centers that I like too, though. I mean, don't get me wrong. I loved Connor Williams, but he tore his ACL in week 14. Will he be ready? Could the Titans maybe get him on a bargain? I I, I think that could be an option too. I would not be upset if the Titans were, were confident in Connor Williams' health and wanted to sign him. I'd love that. Andre James. From the Las Vegas Raiders, another athletic center, only 26 years old. I think he could make a ton of sense for the Titans as well. So there are good options out there, but Lloyd Cushenberry is my favorite by far. Now, we move to running back. And I told you guys, I want to let Derrick Henry walk. I'm not paying five, six, seven, eight million dollars for Derrick Henry to be Tajay Spears' backup. One, Derrick Henry is a limited player. He's not a three-down running back. We have seen so many times over and over and going back through the tape of the offense this year, like I did last week for my Will Levis film assignment. Man, I was so disappointed by Derrick Henry as a pass catcher out of the backfield. You're just so limited and your offense is so predictable when he's back there that I want guys who are not predictable in it. And again, Tajay Spears is not going to get 20 carries a game like Derrick Henry. A lot of you guys... Does he have the health? Can he take the workload? I don't want any running back to have the workload that Derrick Henry did ever again. That's not how you win in the NFL. You have a committee approach that splits that workload. So you don't put anybody in the Derrick Henry role. That's not what we're doing here. All right? Got to get that off my chest. But as a pairing with Tajay Spears, I love Zach Moss. The Titans got destroyed by Zach Moss earlier this season for about 200 yards. You guys remember that, I'm certain. Zach Moss has versatility. He could give you a little bit more power and a little bit more size than Tajay Spears would, and he's going to be $3 million. I mean, $3.5 million at most. Okay? That's the type of price. You guys keep saying cheap. Uh, cheap is a... It's talking about value. Getting good value is what it's about. And Zach Moss would be a great value. He's 26 years old. He's still got enough left in the tank. But heck, I I mean, DeAndre Swift, Devin Singletary would be great. A.J. Dillon, Deontay Foreman, I'll take any of them for $3 million or less to pair with Tajay Spears as part of a committee. You even get a rookie running back and undrafted free agency and bring them in. That is the type of committee you want in today's NFL. Isaiah Pacheco was a seventh-round rookie. Like, look at what the the Ravens did. Justice Hill and the corpse of Dalvin Cook and Gus Edwards. Like, I mean, even Detroit. Detroit got a value running back in David Montgomery to pair with their young, explosive running back, Jameer Gibbs, which is the Tajay Spears in this situation. 
You just don't need to pay a high-priced running back like Saquon, Josh Jacobs, Derrick Henry. You just don't need to do that. It's about value. It's not about being cheap. It's about value. Spend that money elsewhere. And someone in my comments was like, wait, you're telling me you'd rather have DeAndre Hopkins than Derrick Henry? Yes! The entire NFL is telling you that. The entire NFL is telling you that. So, yes. That, Zach Moss, DeAndre Swift, Devin Singletary, A.J. Dillon, Deontay Foreman, any of them would be an excellent pairing with Tajay Spears. Finally, backup quarterback. The number one option for me is Jake Browning, former Bengals backup, or current Bengals backup quarterback, but here's the reality. Jake Browning is an exclusive rights free agent. He really has no choice but to sign with the Bengals unless the Bengals release him and let him go to free agency. And they're not going to do that. They just got rid of A.J. McCarron. They're going to keep Jake Browning around. So outside of Jake Browning, Garner Minshew, Jacoby Brissett, Drew Locke, Josh Dobbs. Honestly, I would like to bring in Josh Dobbs. I, I like, I know it, the Vols fans get crazy. And... The Vols fans that hate Will Levis will get even crazier. It, but, I mean, Garner Minshew is going to want more of an opportunity to potentially start. Think he goes to, like, in Atlanta, New England, Pittsburgh, something like that, you know? Jacoby Brissett would be a great option, too. But he may be looking to pair with a rookie quarterback for a better, you know, maybe he goes to Chicago with Caleb Williams or whatever, you know what I mean? And, yes, that's what I think is going to happen, all right? Um... Drew Locke, I just trust Josh Dobbs more than I trust Drew Locke, so that's why there. But any of, like with backup running back, any of those options would be good options for the Titans. Either way, they need a veteran, good backup quarterback in case Levis gets hurt, whatever happens, that's what they need. Finally, some options on defense at depth spots. I, I mean, I don't think the Titans need to go spend money here. Like I said, I'd like to see him bring back Nico Autry. I'd like to see him bring back Aziz Alshire if they don't want to spend big money at linebacker. But Patrick Queen, Jordan Brooks, Devin White, Willie Gay could all be options at linebacker. And D-line, DJ Reader, Fletcher Cox. DJ Reader, obviously a Bengals connection there. Fletcher Cox, Tracy Rocker was the defensive line coach in Philadelphia the last few years. Fletcher Cox could be leaving out of there because Philly's trying to, you know, use their money wisely. Those could be options for interior defensive linemen, but I'll get more into those positions and the options there as we get into our position-by-position position free agency preview, which will be coming soon. But tomorrow, a full seven-round mock draft to cap off off-season roadmap week. That is going to do it for me today, though, folks. And thoughts, my thoughts with the people in Kansas City, man. Just disappointing stuff but as always i am your host tyler roland and this was locked on titans